I was eating junk. I had just had two children back to back. I used to not be able to get on the ground. I never, ever daily exercise. Before, if I'd get down, I'd need a chair or something to help me get back up. I was 84 pounds heavier at one time. I was always a big dude, but I couldn't move around. That all changed when they met. Diamond Dallas Page started doing yoga, man. I started doing a, a thing called DDP yoga. It's not your mama's yoga. WCW heavyweight champion, known for his signature move, the Diamond Cutter. Diamond Cutter! Took what he learned recovering from an injury and years in the ring and created DDP Yoga. Working out combined with the eating habits, it was a huge difference. I felt so much better. It's a lot of fun for me because I never used to be able to be active. Now I'm, I'm, I'm on the floor, I'm rolling around, it's, it's pretty cool. More than importantly, I just want to be alive. I'm down about 110 pounds. DDP Yoga can work for anyone. DDP. DDP. Radio. Well, hello, my fellow DDP Yoga Warriors. It is Wednesday night. It is 9 p.m. Eastern Time, where we currently are broadcasting live from Budokan. Oh, wait, no. No, never mind. <laughs> live from Raleigh, North Carolina, where I currently reside on the 194th story of the DDP Radio Megaplex. And uh, if you point the tower north and you shoot that thousands and thousands and thousands of volts of amps across the freaking USA up towards the Great White North. It will bounce off some mountain and bounce into the home of Crystal Stewart, the Canadian quote master herself, where she will join us live for DDP Radio. My co-host, the lovely and talented Crystal Stewart, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Uh, oh, man, what a week. You know, I got my I got yeah, all my but- friends uh, saying, you know, you, you know when you're getting older, when you pretty much, like, injure your ribs, reaching for something across a couch, and, uh, you know, that's where I'm at. So, But, um, no, I'm, I'm looking forward to feeling better in a couple of days. It's just, you know, rib injuries, like, you know, those suck because you don't realize how much you take every movement for granted. You know, you don't realize yep. how much you take going to the bathroom just at will. You'll be able to stand up to pee. And so you have to, like, <laughs> really just wrench yourself up off the chair to go to the bathroom. So yeah. those are the little things you take for granted. But, um, no, I'm, I'm going to be feeling better soon, I know. We promise not to DDT you. All right. Yeah, that's, uh, <laughs> that probably would not be fun. Uh, no. So, uh, no. yeah, the, the worst thing about that is just the moving and the, get a little bit of a, you know, you lose a little bit of wind when you're trying to talk. So I may be uh, a little bit more subdued than normal, which is probably a gift, an early Christmas gift for the audience. You know, Mike Mullins, a half a, tuned down a half a step, you know. Uh, you know, Katie's been asking for that for 10 years. So <laughs> consider yourself lucky. <laughs> That's funny because I just heard Matt do. In Alaska. Oh boy, I, I can imagine what he's got to say. <laughs> <laughs> this is a McAdoo free zone. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> but um, you know, I, I the ultimate irony is uh, a couple years ago, um, I had really started to put on a couple pounds, you know, put on a little bit of weight, and uh, you know, I, my body was just starting to feel that, and I'm like, ugh. 
this is you know, you really start to know this one so I'm a little bit of weight and you, know, you stop working out for a few weeks and my back was really sore for you know one day when we had gone and done something all day so I went to go put icy hot on my back and it's hard to reach back there you know big guy and all so I you know cranked my back my arms to the side to put the icy hot in my back and I threw my back out trying to put icy hot in my, on my sore back like there's the ultimate getting old story. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god so, you do yourself an injury uh, yeah, <laughs> but you know luckily we come from a, a show here and we come from a community where there's a lot of people who have limitations and there's a lot of people dealing with a lot more serious injuries than my dumb one that are uh, overcoming those things every single day and uh, you know there's a lot of people here who you know deal with daily pain um, and, you know, fight it using the tools given to us by DDP and the DDP Yoga program, DDPY program. Um, and uh, it's really inspiring because I haven't been someone who's uh, dealt with chronic pain. And I've never really, you know, been very much in pain for more than a few days at a time here and there. So when you're kind of dealing with something like this, you really learn to appreciate the people in the struggle every day dealing with that kind of thing and how they're yep. able to know power through and, and use that grit and determination to just get on the map because for me right now it's the easiest thing in the world to sit in this recliner you could you probably couldn't pay me a thousand dollars to get off of it that's how i'm feeling right now but there's a lot of people who that's their daily life and somehow they find a way to get up and they find a way to keep moving and um you know it's just another you know story of uh you know people overcoming the odds and you know that's what the warrior of the week here is about and uh, I know, Crystal, you always are, are digging deep into yeah. the community for um, for uh, for just, you know, inspiring stories, inspiring people. And I know you brought us somebody tonight, and, and I know a lot of people here in the community know him because he's been around for a while. Um, he's, he's, he's a fun guy. He's always got that social media swag going, and he's, he's like the mayor of uh, the, the mayor of Team DDP Yoga because he's always up there uh, <laughs> shaking hands, kissing babies. And uh, you know, pull, uh, campaigning for the DDP Yoga universe, and uh, representing himself uh, as a success story in the DDPY universe. And we're going to bring him on right now. Um, you've probably heard him all over the place before, and I've seen his name a million times, but I'm not sure if I'm going to pronounce it correctly because I don't think I've actually ever heard it. I've seen it, but uh, Jesse Rigieri is or uh, Rigieri. Right on the money, dude. <laughs> Uh, all right. What's going on, fellas? How are you, man? I'm all right. I'm all right. So, um, yeah, this is an extreme honor. Six years later, what's up? <laughs> I know. I know. Yeah. Well, wow. right, man. So, no, it's you um, know, like I said. You. All right, oh, Mom, go ahead, you go. <laughs> no. I was just, I was just saying, you know, you've been bouncing around here forever, man. And uh, you're one of those, uh, you know, stories that you, you hear about in the DDP Yoga universe and you see it on the website and, and, and all the, you know, the print stuff. But um, you're one of those, uh, you know, explanations, uh, not explanations, I don't know before, examples of sticking with it. You know, there's a lot of people who, you know, quite frankly, have come and gone over the years and, you know, to very success. Some people struggle a little bit and take some time off. And you're just one of those guys that's always been around. Uh, just always hitting the mat and always staying consistent. And 
I said this to guys, guys like Pat McDermott and, uh, you know, a bunch of other people who are just, who just stick with it. You know, they just, they just keep at it. And eventually you're, you're going to have a success story, whether or not you get to, you know, your end goal or whatever your goal may be. If you keep hitting the mat, you're always going to be, uh, you're always going to be winning in my book. You, you want to know the secret? What's that? Well, it's a quick story, but it's and it's not even a secret as much as more as it is like you know like an awakening. I did a veterans run for PTSD this past weekend, and you know it's a it's this team of veterans that do physical activities to deal with PTSD. And shout out, I'll be hosting a DDP yoga workout for them August seventeenth, Medwell Spa, Farmingdale. So. They do these series of these runs, you know, nonstop. And I finished the run, and this guy Rob says to me, he goes, so, dude, am I going to see you in two weeks at the next run? I said, no, dude, I'm sorry. I have to run the Pride Run in Long Beach for my friends Kat and Ava, who I love with every fiber of my being. We all know Kat and Ava, but I want to represent I, them. Yep. And, and he goes, no, you don't have to. You get to run for them. Yeah. And – and, you know, as it is in DDP yoga, we get to roll out the mat. We get to quote Dallas over and over again at every point in the workout, which I got it down to the exact minute. <laughs> but, you know, you get to choose a healthy lifestyle. And, you know, my body's been limited, Mullins, throughout my life. I've been in pain. You know, I'm a, I'm a three-time tumor survivor, cancer, cardiac ablation, car accident, I died, you name it, I went through it. And so I use all that, and I use the fact that I get to stay consistent. I get to live this life that I choose to live, dude. That's amazing. Yeah, for for sure, man. And, you know, you you really get a greater appreciation of things when you see what a lot of other people are going through. And I know – uh, there's somebody near and dear to all of us in the UPY community. There's several people, obviously, but um, is, is struggling and, and dealing with, like, real, real heavy issues. And, you know, every once in a while I catch myself getting into a place of cynicism. And when you realize, you know, how much, you know, how much a lot of other people are really, really suffering, you feel almost ridiculous for complaining about the, the day-to-day, you know, bullshit that – will pop up or the inconveniences and stuff. You know, we all have shit going on, but, uh, you know, there's a lot of people who are really dealing with some real heavy stuff. And, you know, you forget that sometimes. You get caught up in your own world and you get caught up in your own cynicism and pity party. But uh, ultimately, the fact that we're up here breathing and we're talking on this show right now and, uh, you know, we're, we're doing all right. You know, things are all right. There's always a way to get around the bullshit, the day-to-day stuff, and you got to be uh, – you know, feel lucky and feel, you know, you know, uh, feel good about being able to do what we do. And, you know, you talked about your serious issues, car accidents and, you know, the cancer scares and all this stuff. You know, you probably have a different take on things just from the experiences that you've had. Those are yeah. pretty heavy yeah. things that when you come out the other side of, you know, you really learn to appreciate the, the, the little day-to-day things. Oh, it, 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 but listen, let's not let's make no mistake about it. it. It took a very long time. 
you know, and and you know, you go through these these bouts of depression, and and and, and yep. people telling you, you know, people telling you you're so lucky, you're a fighter, you survived. You know, I I saw a lot of kids in the ICU in the cancer ward. I saw them die. I saw them dying. And part of you deep down for a long time says, was I lucky? You know, because you wake up in pain and, 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 and your body hurts and, and your mind hurts and you feel so alone. See, I don't want to contradict you guys, but like, you know, that little stuff that you go through, Mike or Crystal, that you may think is not that big of a deal compared to other people. I don't see the world through your guys' eyes. I can't judge your pain, you know? Yeah. So, like, a, a, a paper cut to someone may be like, oh, that, oh, that's not that bad. You know, to other people, it could be the worst pain in the world. Because, you know, we all have a different pain tolerance. We all have this different way we experience, and that's what makes this journey we are on so freaking beautiful. Right. I agree. Yeah, like I can't, I can't, I can't judge someone that says, you know, oh, uh, um, you know, I fell down and sprained my ankle. How do I not know they have a, they don't have a bone problem, you know, or or a low calcium, and maybe they, that sprain feels like a break, you know? Yeah, absolutely. You know, absolutely for, for sure. And you know, the, the, it is, you know, everyone, everyone's got their own battles, their daily battles, and. You know, when you, you know, you've, you've had your battles, you've, you've gone through all this stuff. So I'm sure that gives you a little bit of empathy towards people who are, who are struggling. And I know that you do a lot of work, you know, teaching your classes and, and, you know, teaching, you know, kids, passing on the knowledge that you've gotten through the DPY universe. But to start from the beginning, give us a quick rundown of, of, of you know, how you got here. What's your DPY origin story? What was the catalyst to make you initially take that first, you know, plunge into the, the community? Um, I think like um, the rest of the OG gangsters of DDP yoga, I was surfing YouTube one night, um, wrestling clips like, you know, so uh, um, I'm shuffling through old WCW clips and this may seem like I'm talking stack, but I'm not, but I was an NWO fan. I love nothing more than watch Dallas get his butt kicked. <laughs> but um, <laughs> so I'm surfing the clip. I click on the author Borman video, and I'm watching it. And like you know, it's like me and my dog in my room. I start crying, you know. So before the video's out, I got my credit card out. I'm ordering the DVDs, and then and um then you know and um that was pretty much it. And then so the DVDs come. I'm doing the Diamond Dozen. I'm holding Plank on my knees in tears, begging for it to stop, you know, <laughs> and, yep. and and just not able to move. And then when, you know, on a little six-inch DVD player, and when he stops, he goes, don't forget to do your YRG tomorrow. I slammed the thing down. I said, blow it out your you-know-what. But then yeah. the next day, I woke up. And I'm like, oh, man, my back's not hurting me as bad. And as someone that has suffered back problems from car accidents and being laid up in hospitals and stuff, it got another go. And then another go turned into another go. And then 
before you know it, a week later, I'm sitting in the car with my dad, and I say, you know, one day I'm going to teach this one week into the program. And sure enough, here I am today. I, that, I love that. That's amazing. Yeah. And I, um, you know, I I teach I teach foster kids that, you know, have issues that, um, like, I can't even really even begin to put into words, you know, and that I have to protect their safety. But, yeah, it would break your heart if you heard half these stories. But I could tell you some of these some of them, um, I teach LGBT kids that are uh, kicked out of their house for death threats from their family to convert uh-huh. to being straight. And, yeah, that breaks your heart. I teach kids whose parents are in the system, prison, that, you know, don't have a role model. And I can, you know, and then I teach kids that are in the system for child safety. Wow. Wow. That's, that's you know, that's, that's, that's awesome. And that's truly giving back to the community in, in a really positive way. Um, I know Crystal has some, some questions she wanted to hit up real quick, but I just want to ask you real quick before we get into that, you know, you talk about all the kids you work with and, you know, the stuff you do with, with people who are, you know, in a tough spot. And I know that you were a big kid growing up, I believe I remember, right? What do you mean? Like yep. weight wise? Yeah. You were 236 pounds. Yeah, well, uh, I I yeah. grew up, you know, a, a big guy as well, and I know that you know when I was younger, I, you're a goofball like me. You know, we like just we like we like being the slapstick. We like you know goofing around, having a few laughs, and making other people laugh. And I know initially my my humor came out of a place of uh, you know uh, insecurity and trying to trying to beat people to the punch and. My humor came out of a negative place when I was younger, but over time, and, and I feel like you may have, you know, had a similar trajectory. Over time, you realize that your your humor and your sense of humor and your ability to take a pratfall here and there um, can evolve into a place of a beautiful thing. You can take it from a place of, of self, uh, you know, shame or self, uh, you know, lack of confidence, and you can turn it into a gift for other people. And I know you do that. I've seen your videos all over, you know, Facebook and stuff. You just send people a, a goofy hello and, you know, makes them smile or, you know, send them something in the mail that kind of just makes them, you know, you know, laugh or, or crack a smile. And obviously with those kids, uh, it, it can be a gift for somebody who's in a lot of pain. Um, did you kind of, uh, you know, were you always, you know, humor? Did you always get uh, looking for the laugh? Was it a negative thing in your early years or – is it a positive thing? You know what I'm trying to say? It can evolve um, from being a, a a crutch to ending up becoming a, a gift for others. There is a book on Amazon.com, which, Crystal, it still hasn't cleared customs yet. I was wrong. It's called Finding Life. It's the story of my car accident. Um, and then, you know, and how I was bullied, you know, a little touched on how I was bullied in school. And... Um, I used my sense of humor because I didn't want anyone to see that I was hurting inside. So if I cracked jokes, they didn't dig any deeper, you know? Yeah. Because because the kid that cracks jokes has no worry in the world, right? It's always laughing and always and always kidding. And then and then you're right, Mike. Mm-hmm. It did evolve because I I realized that I can heal people with laughter, but. 
in the beginning it was because I didn't want anyone to dig any deeper. So I guess you could say it was my own blindness security blanket. Wow. <laughs> that's, 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 you know, it, it's so typical. Um, so many people in who, you know, were bullied and, you know, I think we all were to some point, everyone's bullied, but, you know, some people just, some people had it a lot worse. And I knew, you know, being the, the fat kid with the, 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 head, the head twitch who liked wrestling in high school, um, there, there was a lot of that going on too. And you do it, you use that, um, to, you know, as a coping mechanism and, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to crack the joke before they can, but I'm glad that, you know, you kind of found the same place as I did is, you know, there is ability to move on that and take that attitude and use it for good. And, uh, you know, that's awesome that you're kind of taking that and, and using it in places where you can make people smile for a positive reason and, you know, make people laugh for a positive reason. That That's, that's when, that's when your crutch becomes a, a tool instead of a, a handicap. And that's, that's really great. And uh, Crystal, I know that you wanted to. Uh, yeah. Uh, you had a couple of questions you kind of researched. So let's uh, let's see what you got. Okay. So Jesse, <laughs> your story of health struggles is super amazing. It's one of the things that just automatically made me want you on the radio, and it's <laughs> a real testament to your to your perseverance. Um, my question is, do you still hear that little voice in the back of your head saying that you don't belong here? Every day of my life. Really? And and before I go on a run or before I teach a class or before I do something that, you know, I was told was impossible, I take a couple of minutes and I kind of um, – sit there with the voices and let him hear it. And like, I, and I, and I, and I, and I, and like, I hear him screaming, like, you can't do this. You don't belong. I hear, I hear the kids in school that called me a gimp or a cripple, save the competition for the athletes. And, and I use it as, and maybe it's wrong, but I use it as like this sick twisted fuel. You know, I don't know if you saw, saw the speech with the rock on YouTube where he's talking about like every minute before he went out to wrestle or for a movie, he sat there and he, and he hung out with his demons and he always has his back against the wall. And that's how like, you know, I'm able to run again. Cause I, you know, or how I'm able to, you know, raise this money for these charities or how, you know, two tough mutters in 24 hours because yeah, I hear that's... those voices. Yeah, I know. That's crazy. <laughs> That's pretty crazy. <laughs> but, you know, because I hear that and I hear people tell, you know, and I hear it over and over again. I'm going to hear it tomorrow morning when I go on a run. Before I go on that run, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to hear it. Give up. You don't belong. Save the competition for the athletes. Stay in bed, you gimp. And then I'm going to get up and put on those braces and then I'm going to go running. I'm so proud of you. I just need to say that. Thanks. You're welcome. <laughs> I, I, you know, obviously, did you, how do you, just a, a workout question-wise, um, how do you, do you use running and DDPY hand-in-hand, or do you kind of cycle one or the other, or do you kind of uh, incorporate the DDPY to heal from kind of like the, the wear and tear of the run, like, how do you, you've got a few different, you know, exercises you kind of incorporate into your routine 
How do they work uh, in synchronicity with each other? I run for 13 weeks out of the year when it's tough motor season. And then I do DDP yoga three times a week when once is working out in my class. And then year-round, it's just straight-up DDP yoga. About five days, five to six days a week. Wow. Awesome. Yeah. yeah, that is amazing. Um, Jesse, are you still doing your Strong Island food plan? Or has it <laughs> Yeah. Strong Island yeah. food plan, all, all protein to help my muscles recover, intermittent fasting, 9 to 5 o'clock. That's awesome. So for somebody who doesn't know what that is, that's no booze, no soda, no sugar, right? Yep. What am I missing? Yep. Um, just straight up water, the occasional iced tea. Yeah. I do have advice for caffeine lattes. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> yeah. Hey, that's all good. <laughs> yeah. Now I I, I know when, your uh, your good friends with with uh, you know Cat and Ava, um, one of two of my favorite people. I, yeah, I think we've told the story before, but the first thing that Cat ever came to was the GDPY um, uh, event that I promoted in Dover, New Hampshire, up uh, several years ago, and she showed up cold, like she had never even never even got on the mat, you know, once when she had first uh, you know taken on that that challenge. If you've never been on the mat, knowing what to expect. Um, the DDPY live workout with Paige, pretty intense. Um, yeah, I no kidding. She was one of those people that she straight up and then, you know, explained that, you know, my knees hurt like this and then Paige went out of her way to kind of make accommodations and, and get her an extra mat, you know, underneath her. But she is one of my favorite people in the world. And in both of those uh, two are just amazing um, people, amazing human beings. And, She's one of those people that you see walk into that room and never having come through, you think we're going to scare her away because this is an intense workout to do for your first time. And not only did she finish, she has incorporated herself into this community and in so many other people's lives. She's become such a huge, huge part of people's lives and inspiration in her journey. And I just wanted to acknowledge Kat and Ava because I know you guys are, are, are all close. And what an amazing group of people those you know, all of these yeah. are, but it's just I, such an inspiring can, yeah. She recently posted a before and after picture, and you oh, you know these people so long that you kind of, it's hard to kind of, you know, see their journey as a big picture because you just get a day-to-day, and what an amazing, amazing transformation inside and out. I can't, I can't speak for the new breed because, you know, I've, you know, been really busy from the community, but I can guarantee you these old OG gangsters like myself behind every one of the DDP yoga success stories, somehow Kat or Kat and Ava have been involved. And I can tell you, I can tell you, Kat, I wouldn't be here today because I remember when I, you know, the cyberspace, social media, and like people were telling me I can't do it. And I was calling them out in public. Kat would message me homie, and I'm like, I'm like, oh, no, I'm in trouble. And she would tell me, you shouldn't really say that. You shouldn't really do this. You shouldn't really do that because she was that moderator. And then, you know, we just connected in, the, in this friendship. And Kat is one of the very few people in the world that, like, when I'm about to lose my stuff can calm me down and get me off that ledge. 
you know. Yeah. And a wonderful taste in music as well. Her and I have had oh, many yeah. conversations, but <laughs> but you know, it's it's such a testament to the relationships that can be built through this community. Um, there's so many of us who who on paper probably never would have run on, run into each other in the real world. We hang in different circles, or you know, we we you know different you know points of view or different uh, likes or interests. So you know, the world kind of separates us naturally. But when you come into this community, you learn to you know, meet and engage with people who uh, you're lucky to have that opportunity to because you normally wouldn't, you know, you wouldn't meet up. You know, she's in Connecticut, you're in New York, and I'm in North Carolina, but you all come under this big banner and you you truly find somebody who's in your corner, which is a bizarre thing because I've only been in Kat's presence um, a handful of times. I've never been in your guys' presence, Jesse. I've never even been in Crystal's presence face-to-face. But nope. you have these people nope. that you very uh, you have very strong relationships with, despite the fact you've never actually you know been together for a long period of time. And they're just not, not just strong relationships, but people that you know are genuinely in your corner. And honestly, at first, having somebody that in my corner that I didn't really know was intimidating at first for me. I don't do the online relationship. I've never done online dating or friendships online. So when you get to know these people and, and they're truly in your corner and you can truly count them as one of your go-to friends, despite very few interactions, physically, personally, one-to-one, um, it's an incredible gift that this community offers. And I know that you have that with Kat and you have that with so many other people. Uh, we all do uh, in this community. And what an amazing, uh, just amazing asset to our journeys, an asset to this program that puts us in touch with so many different people from all different walks of life that we truly love and care about. Because what connects us, adversity. Somehow everyone has a yep. story or the struggle that we go through and 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 when you put everyone in a room together or in a community or in a social group, we're all connected because suddenly we're all empathetic because we realize are we allowed to curse on this thing? <laughs> no. It, we yeah. realize that so, suddenly someone has gone through shit just like us, you know? Suddenly someone, yep. you know, we are not alone because someone else is struggling just like I am. And 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 it's a little different, you know, it's a little bit of a different story, <coughs> story but it's still connected in the end because suddenly you got someone in your corner that, that is battling and it's clawing to be the person they're supposed to be. So, Jesse, I I really want to know the answer to this question. I wrote it down today, and now I want to hear it right from your mouth even more. Um, what's your advice to naysayers? What do you mean? Like people that think they can't Somebody do it that, or people that – Yeah, 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 yeah. People that are always willing to just take that – little pound of flesh saying that you can't do something or it's impossible or why are you doing that or you know just that negative space because when you stop and look at the community we may have all started there but we're all in a much different boat together now um you know we we're a lot more positive and 
you know, we believe that we can achieve certain things, especially together. Um, I mean, some of us haven't met, but um, there are still, I'm finding that some of the people that are coming on board even now, they, wow, they don't get that. They're, you know, they're stuck in this negative headspace that, and how do you, how, what's your advice to them? About how to convert. Oh. Yeah, get your head out of your butt. I think um, if I could steal a line from Rocky Balboa in Creed, one step at a time, one punch at a time, one round at a time. Because that was me in the beginning, and it's still me to a certain extent. But at the end of the day, you know, you got to worry about today and do today's workout. And then maybe you'll, in, you'll inch a little closer to where you want to be in life. Or maybe, you know, you'll just feel a little better. But that's how you got to do it. You got to take it one day at a time. You know, I don't set my workout schedule. <laughs> every every morning I get up, I open the iPad, I see I see what's added, and I do that workout. You know? Because... Just like that. Yep, because tomorrow isn't guaranteed, correct? Correct. Um, you know, correct, and, sure. and when people t- told me that I can't do it, and it was still a little bit of anger, but I only said two words, watch me, and then I did it, you know? I love your dad's no, advice. Well, which one was that? He gave me a lot. <laughs> yeah, you pay the toll, and they'll open the gate for you. Yep. <laughs> yeah, that, that's amazing. That's amazing. That's it's, yeah. it's so true. You know, you know, just you know, I know you've been here uh, a long time, and you've seen some people, you know, come and go throughout the community. And one thing this uh, the DDPY community has been really able to do is not bully people and get them out of here if they're kind of causing something, but it has a really great way of, of policing itself and blocking a lot of negativity because as you know on the internet it can be a cesspool of just ugliness a lot of yeah. ugliness but I always say when you're on DDPY soil whether it's a group that starts with DDPY that somebody created and if it has DDPY as a title if it's team DDPY it's DDPYoga.com whatever it may be if you're on that soil we're not going to be negative we're not going to be ugly and we're not going to bully you out of here but the community very quickly lets you know that this isn't a place where that bitter ugliness is tolerated. And I don't think I've ever seen anything like it on the internet, you know, that just without having to post the guidelines or, or or harp on the rules or punish people or force them out, there's this understanding that we aren't here for that. This is a different space. And it's something that's kind of just gone on for a long time now and it's one of the most pleasant places you can be on the internet because there's so many people who are genuinely rooting for you and rooting for your success. Um, we, you know, I, I always say, you know, there's some people on here that uh, they live in inside and out, and you're one of those guys that just wears it on his sleeve, the positivity, you know. You, you, your voice sounds pleasant. Your demeanor is pleasant. <laughs> and... I know I'm, I'm I'm being legitimate. You know, you 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 give off a vibe of friendliness and positivity, and that not only affects other people, it affects you. 
because you can tell that partially your success is attitude. A lot of it is attitude. The physical stuff is there too. But as soon as you let yourself dip your toes into the negative waters, I trust me, I've been there. You know, you fall into these glasses of cynicism, it affects everything. Your workouts, your diet, your attitude, your your family, your yeah. friendships, your relationships. Um, and you, well, you are one of those people that seems to be living it inside and out. And I think that's a large chunk of why you're so successful. That positivity is, is, is you know, palpable. Well, because you look at everything and you look at emotion and it's all contagious, you know? Sure. So, so if you're down on yourself, suddenly your workout's going to be a little less intense because you're sad. And suddenly you go to comfort. So instead of eating that turkey wrap or that grilled chicken platter, you say, hey, let me open that bag of Doritos because who doesn't love Doritos? And then, you know, <laughs> then you eat some more. And then, and, then, and then you say, why did I eat those Doritos? So you feel bad about yourself. And then, and then that screws up the whole cycle, you know, because everything is motion, whether it's negative or it's positive. You don't want to power that train or the strong island express, as I say, on negative fuel, because positive fuel, you will go a lot farther in life. True. I agree. Yeah. But, you know, and then, and that's only the way I, way I see it. You know, I could be wrong. And once again, if we hashtag make it your own, that's what works for me. You know, I, I taught this girl, you know, and I'll, and, and, you know, and I'll never forget it, but I taught this girl that when she came, when she came into my class, you know, it was just like, you know, when you first start out, so, you know, you're lucky if you get one student. So I, I, I taught this girl. She was, you know, overweight. She had trouble walking. And and every time, you know, we finished the workout, the first ever workout, Diamond Dozen, six moves, you know, we stopped and she's sweating. And I talked to her for, you know, about two hours after the workout. She goes, oh, but I'm overweight. We're going to work on that. Oh, but I eat bad. We're going to work on that. We're going to work on that. And I kept repeating those words. We are going to work on that. And, you know, to make a long story short, you know, she found her path. She found her way. She was. She became a professional weightlifter. She's featured in the wow. Yoga Bodies book by Lauren Lipton, which mentions me too, huh? But, you know, and I don't mean to knock it because, you know, that is, you know, everyone's journey is different. But, like, I have this belief, and I tell my students that, you know, we put too much emphasis on that number on the scale, you know? True. And and that is the old – for some people, and I'm not knocking it because it's their life, it's their journey. For some people, that is their only success point. So, you know, they kill their workouts all week. They kill their eating. They step on that scale. It's not a number they want, so suddenly that 30 seconds determines a whole week worth of workouts. And it's wrong, so suddenly you're like, oh, man, I messed up. Oh, it's all over. And then you're pissed off or sad for about another 48 hours. Do you know, um, (laughs) this is kind of taking a left curve, but once upon a time I was – I found myself in this cycle of getting stuck in weighing myself 
and getting really upset at the numbers that were being shown to me on the scale. And the only way that I got around it is I ran my scale over with my car. <laughs> I she she was uh not taking her weigh ins right so one day before class and I videotaped it I said, Meet me before class, we're gonna smash the scale. She had no clue what we were doing, so we walk across the street, I take out a baseball bat and I just start wailing on that scale. And <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> you know, I I, I, I that's I, how you smash the scale. <laughs> I, I had a, a, a similar uh, experience years ago. I put a, I put up a video because you know you get in that mode where you're depending on the scale, and I put up a video of me smashing the scale to symbolize that I was done, you know, living and dying by the scale. And the next morning, I couldn't stand not knowing what, how much I weighed, so I went on button of the scale. So it was just a waste of money in the long run for me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, wait, I actually want to know now. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> oh, man, dude. That's pretty funny. Yeah. Uh, listen, uh, it's, this, once again, it, it's just my belief that this girl's journey was being stopped by that number on the scale. You know, sure it was. And 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 how can you grow if you're restricted inside a box? And that's what that scale is. It's this little electronical box that you step on, and you're like, oh god, what's it say? Oh wait a minute. I got my pants on. Let me take them off. That'll be less weight. Oh yeah. Oh no. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. We we've we've all been there. You know, and I think that you can probably agree. You know, Jesse. You know, we're we're when we grew up overweight, and a lot of us in the community have. We got that way because we created health unhealthy habits regarding food and unhealthy ideas psychologically uh, also uh, with food. And sometimes our solutions don't actually fix the problem because it's still an unhealthy relationship with dieting and food because you obsess over that little detail. You obsess over the things that like you get crazed over it. And ultimately you're, you're getting yourself healthy and you're losing weight, but you're never resolving that obsessive, negative, bad relationship you have so that is something, you know, the scale, if it becomes a, a, an issue where it becomes that obsessive to people, which it does for a lot of us, um, that's still an unhealthy relationship with food, an unhealthy relationship with dieting, which is what got you a different actually, point to begin yeah. with. I actually wasn't overweight as a child. <laughs> I, was, uh, I was actually underweight. <laughs> so, but, you know, the overweight happened after, you know, I – found my good old friend Jack Daniels, or as I like to call him, John Daniels, to help me sleep at night. And that was the end. But anyway, um, no, listen, listen, yeah. I mean, life is about balance, and isn't that all what we're trying to find at the end of the day? Yeah, for sure we are. Stand up 3.0 coming soon. But... uh, and how, how do you find how do you find that balance in your life? You know, because your balance is going to be different than than Crystal's yep. balance, different than my balance. You know, 
And mm-hmm. that's really, at the end of the day, you know, you got to do what works for you, you know? I think one of the, it's a really good thing. So um, I have, my workout room is called the dungeon. And in the dungeon, I have quotes. They're everywhere. And one of the ones was, even mistakes burn calories. Hmm. Which which is really important for someone like me because I fall on my face now more than I don't um, because of my health condition. So, you know, my balance is wonky and I get frustrated and I get upset and I, why can't I do what everyone else does? And it wasn't until I was cleaning up the quote wall um, that I came across that one. And I think it was really important to just double state it again that, you know, it doesn't matter where you are. Just remember, even mistakes burn calories. But, but is, it mis- is it a mistake, Crystal, or is it you learning something about yourself? Ooh, it might actually be part of the learning curve. It might actually be. I, you know what, I, my dad is um, a doctor of psychology, so I tend to overthink things a lot, um, <laughs> just simply it's the nature of the beast, but for the most part, you're right. I mean, it very well could be just part of your learning curve. Well, listen, we all, we all, we all fall on our face, but you know, yep. as you, as you yep. can tell, I'm a movie buff to quote. Batman, why do we fall, Master Bruce, so we can learn to pick ourselves back up again? Pick ourselves back up again. Yeah. You know, and I'm sorry, do you go? (laughs) Oh, no, I'm sorry, dude. Go for it, man. I've been willing to lag. Sorry about that. It's all right. So, you know, we talk about quotes, and I'll never forget one day, you know, I meet my friend from high school. I haven't seen him since then, but, you know, we have lunch, and I guess it was one of those random meetings, and he's like a pastor now, and and he says to me, you know, and this is when I was still going through my stuff, and it was a long, long time before DDP yoga, but it was one of those things that sunk into my head. He, He gave me this Bible quote, he is no fool that gives up what he cannot keep to gain what he can never lose. And, well, for me, that was, you know, I had to, I had to give up fear because I was told over and over again, you know, how strong I am, how powerful I am. And this was before I started EDP yoga or how much of a champion I was. And I'm like, if I'm a champion, why do I keep getting sick? Why do these bad things keep happening? I wasn't, Jesse, can you can you say that quote again? He is no fool that gives up what he cannot keep to gain what he can never lose. Wow, that that's wow, that's amazing. And if we can make it gender conforming, um, you could change that to she, he, or anyone. <laughs> but well, there you, you go. Know. <laughs> but, I had to give up, I had to give up, you know, not believing in myself because to me, one of the scariest things, is not proving people wrong, it's proving people right, you know, and I was Mm -hmm. afraid of proving everyone right that told me how good I was or, you know, 
because they were setting the bar so high for me. And right. when you're in the pits, when you're in the pits of depression or sadness, that bar is like Mount Everest, dude, and you're just scared to climb it. And maybe, maybe we can also give that to the naysayers. You know, you got you, you got this scary climb in front of you, but it's also this amazing climb that's full of discovery and beauty and learning who you are. Right? There's another quote that says that basically, you know, somebody can tell you you're strong and you'll never believe it, but you actually are strong, but we're afraid to know just how strong we are. I had, I had a doctor tell me to stop running. I had a nurse when I was 12 years old in a wheelchair and I'll never forget it. I got out of the wheelchair on my own and put myself into the bed. She came in screaming and yelling, put me on the bed. And she said to me, you need to accept the truth that you are never going to walk again. And you need to get used to life in that wheelchair. And, and that, you know, that was, that is one of, that's one of those things I hear in the morning. And that was one of the most damaging things I had to hear as a child. And, and so, you know, of course, spoiler, I proved her wrong, but in the same aspect, you know, that that nurse that told me that put me even farther down the mountain. Because granted, I walked again, but suddenly, I, you know, I was in a lot of pain. Because <laughs> mental pain, you know, mental pain is killer, dude. It's more worse than any knee pain, because I could tell you I live with knee pain every day of my life. Mm-hmm. That's you know that's that's powerful. Do you think you know she, with her making that comment as painful as it did, your will to prove her wrong? I mean, a lot of that anger probably you know turned into fuel ultimately, and it's not a good. I'm not saying it's a positive thing or it's a thing to say to anybody, but the fact that she kind of put that on you, and I'd be freaking glad as hell to prove her wrong. And somewhere deep inside you, I'm sure that, that when that's going through your head in the morning, that anger turns to rocket fuel. Oh, it it didn't turn right away because I'll never forget. I wheeled myself into the bathroom and, and had this long conversation with a God I wasn't sure that existed, asking for answers on why he didn't take me. <laughs> but, yeah, it was right, you know, and then slowly, like, you know, you know, it turned into turned into uh, unleaded fuel that turned into rocket fuel. <laughs> but yeah, the yeah, it was fuel, but it wasn't right away. It was the fossil waiting to turn into fuel. <laughs> well, I mean, exactly. They, you know, <laughs> we talk about mistakes. You know, the past year through my health issues, I've, I've had my, myself and. You know, the weight gain that I had put on, you know, I spend a lot of time looking back and saying, if I could do things differently, if I could do things differently, you know, I don't care who you are. I don't buy the I have no regrets thing. Yeah, sure, you ended up where you are. Everyone wishes they didn't say something mean to somebody or they wishes they treated somebody differently or or I was nicer that way. We all have regrets, but the reality is we can't go back and do it over again. We can't go back and 
and and and run the race again. And that's where but I think one of the most powerful things that in the DDPY community is the you know the react, adapt, breathe, and take action. Because ultimately, everything you do from now on, you can't go, you can't step a minute into the past. The past is done. The only thing that whatever mistakes were made just becomes your new reality, and that becomes part of the baggage you carry along the way. But adapting to those mistakes and reacting to those, you know, things when you were suffering with the drinking and when you were suffering for through your health issues, you know, there's things that you probably wish you could do differently. You would love to have done differently, but that's not your reality. So what you do in this moment, the reaction you have, how you adapt your life to your current circumstances is, is, is the most important thing you can do in this very moment. And uh, the mistakes are gone, but the react, adapt, breathe, and take action is the best advice I may have been ever given in my life. And it really just I, breaks down yeah. how to calmly and rationally change the now. That is yeah. that is pretty incredible and pretty amazing. And um, as you guys probably have learned or or know about me, you know I'm a bit unique, as Cat likes to say. Um, I I you know I had regrets at one point, but you know now I don't because everything got me to where I am today, you know? So the drinking, you know, the eating, the feeling sorry for myself, the at one point in my life not wanting to live, that got me to where I am today where I can walk into a yoga studio or I can walk into a foster home and a girl that hasn't spoken in two years you know, that after working out with me, this little girl, blind in one eye, hasn't spoken, can say to me, you know, because she didn't speak English, gracias, Jesse, and then everyone could look in the world, everyone in the room looks at me like, you know, like, what did he just do? It was because, like, you know, that it's because of what I went through with the cancer wards and the pain and the death and the ICU and the dying that like I can reach people that are hard to reach, you know, Mike, yeah, you got it. Yeah. You got to embrace it. Sorry. Um, No, it's okay. You got to embrace your past. You got to embrace your demons. You got to embrace the things that you wish you could take back because it got you to where you are today. Mike, it got you to, Interviewing people on the radio and hearing their stories that got you. Are you married, Mike? Do you mind me asking? Yeah, yep, I'm married. You're married to a girl that you love, and, and and you know you're living your version of the quote unquote American dream. Crystal, your struggles with your element, uh, physical elements, and you know your deep writings online if you didn't go through your pain would you be able to do that probably not so i just you shouldn't have any regrets in your life because it built you into who you are you know do i want to go back there no no do i regret it no because it got me here it got me doing things that just defy logic because that's what people, people say it doesn't make any sense what, what you do. And I say, 
and I just shrugged my shoulders. <laughs> you know? And isn't that great? Yeah, yeah. I trained my dad at 65 years old with DDP yoga and cardio and running. I trained him in four months. He lost 40 pounds. He ran the half tough mutter with me. He carried me at 66 years old, 50 feet on his back. You know? And and that, yeah, man. And if I didn't go through my my shit, do you think I would have been able to motivate my dad? No. <laughs> he he is the that's, old no, school Italian dude. <laughs> <laughs> that's that, that's that's ultimate too. When you can pay it back to your loved ones, and you know that that's something that we all dream of. And you know, your dad losing forty pounds, he may have saved his life. You know, that forty pounds is a lot of weight when you're older. There's a lot of people that uh, you know struggle into their you know you know older years because it becomes harder to do things, harder to work out. You know the stairs get harder, and you know that's inspiring that you were able to kind of take him and uh, you know show him what it's meant to you. Um, and he did huge, all the man. obstacles, dude. He did all the obstacles, and I'll never mm. forget the year before I ran my first full tough mutter. And I'll never forget, you run through the electroshock therapy, and I'm like, how long is it to the end? And everyone goes the quarter mile. I said, see, you at the finish line. And I'm, and I'm, and I'm taking off. Dude, I'm running. I see my dad. He's, you know, he's sitting on the rail. He looks down. Cat, Ava, my cousin, Jess, my uncle, Vinny, my mom are there. He says, here he comes. And then, like, you know, so I crossed the finish line, and, like, I learned that he was talking to Cat the whole time, saying he wanted, he wanted to run it next year. And you know that's another story. But anyway, you flash you you flash forward to a year later to the exact day, him and I are running across the bridge, and I'll say to him, and, and I said to him, you know, I said a year ago, Dad, and I'm like screaming in that like heavy coaching voice. You sat on that rail, and you said, "Here he comes." One year later to this day, I'm saying, "Here we come." That doesn't make you feel alive. Check your freaking pulse. But I didn't say freaking. You can imagine what I said. <laughs> you know? That's, and that's I had that true. moment with my dad, dude. That, that, that's amazing. And that's like an ultimate gift right there. Uh, great inspiration coming up on Father's Day, too. Um, we have a minute 40 left before they knock us off the air, so I want to properly wrap it up. Uh, but thank you so much, man, for, for coming on with us. And give us, uh, if you have any websites or anything where people can look up and see what classes you're doing. Um, I am teaching at Medwell Spa on Long Island, Belmore, 2578 Merrick Road, Belmore, New York. You could go to medwellspa.com and check it out. First class free. If you're listening, I'll make sure Lori weighs for membership fees. You can go to CrowdRise.com if you want to help me with my Tough Mother Fund to the Abbott House Project. Search Jesse Ruggieri, kicking in a little money if you have it so I can build a playground for traumatized children. That would be great. And, yeah, that's about it. Awesome, man. Thank you so much for coming on with us. We really appreciate it. And uh, we'll keep, keep fighting the good fight, man. My um, pleasure, guys. We appreciate it very much. We got Take 40 care. seconds. Crystal, you got something we can squeeze in yes. in 40 seconds? Of course I do. 
So tonight's Sorry. quote is from the movie Cool Runnings, and it's appropriate. A gold medal is a wonderful thing. But, yeah, but if you're not enough without the gold medal, you'll never be enough with one either. She drops the mic, walks sorry, off the that. air. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. We'll see. You. I'm sorry. I ruined that for you, Crystal. That's all right, guys. Right. Next week, we'll see you guys. We got one second. Have a great week. Texted today, man. That was a great workout, man. The power bomb set up by Page. Oh! He's in a diamond cutter. I don't believe it. Diamond cutter out of the power bomb. We're going home. You've been listening to DDP Radio. Tune in again next week for another edition of DDP Radio with more great guests, inspiration, and news from Diamond Dallas Page and Team DDP Yoga. Keep up all the great work, and most importantly, own your life. This has been a presentation of DDP Yoga and Blog Talk Radio. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time.